Hello everybody, and welcome back to part two of our review of Jeezy's TM Thug Motivation 104, The Legend of the Snowman. And uh, I say this is part two because we already did the first eight tracks in our track-by-track track breakdown of this album, giving our thoughts and opinions. My name is Holden Stefan Roy. My name is Chris Chrome. And we are now going to go through the rest of the album and talk about tracks 9 through 18. And so that's what we're going to do. Rather than go through the whole intro bit, you can watch part one to get through that. Or if you just want to stick around and hear us jibber-jabber about the rest of these tracks, that's cool. But we acknowledge at the beginning, we know we ain't professionals. We know we're just people from Montreal, etc., etc. But that's where you come in. And in the comments, you can add whatever you want. And if you want to add to this review, anyone else coming to watch it will totally benefit from that. And if you make an effort to comment, I'll make an effort to response. On that note, when you play the piano, it's fun to hit the white keys. I know it's not a piano. I feel like this is one of the best hooks on the album that Jeezy delivers. It's truly freaking divine. White keys, piano, roll clips, banana, my plug of madness. And I like the fact that he does the singing, has a melody to it, and he shows that, like, he's not afraid to be versatile and make a banger. Right. It's got, like, a classical feeling beat, which makes sense because the whole premise of this track is that the snowman is so well known to the block for his ability to deliver white keys that he's basically Beethoven of the block. That was cool. That was cool. And I'm like, that's actually pretty fresh. It's like a classic nature to the way he's like, he's putting himself in league with like real classics. Like people throw the word timeless around like way too much. Like if the people are alive, we can't be calling them timeless because we don't really know that they transcend time that's the future so you know who we can say with a good amount of certainty will be somebody that people in the future acknowledge jizzy beethoven oh i don't know that they'll acknowledge jizzy i literally just said if you're still alive it's too soon for like that Right. right right but when you have these people who have been dead and in some cases for hundreds of years okay we can call them timeless that's fair like half this classical music over a hundred years old right all right we can start to say that this is um like seriously generational stuff but like even the things people think are timeless are really only in their third generation and like at best most people might get four generations of recognition before they really fizzle out and right we see this as the Beatles lose relevancy and things like that are happening today. Not to say that they're not great or important or historically relevant, only that to be called timeless, like you have to transcend time, like significant time, not like 10 years. That's all I'm trying to say. Still, I like this track in the sense that it just it's nice. It flows. It's got this cool little beat. It's got these short verses. His rhyming is on point is what it's been on with the rest of this project. Like, you know my wrist froze. You know my bitch cold. And ain't no catching me slippy, slipping. I keep that big pull. Hopping to Rolls Royce. I heard them boys talk. She keep calling. I'm curving. I'm such an asshole. Talking fit. And it's like, all right. He's flossing. He's keeping it grooving. Um but like he's not really adding a whole lot it's just kind of again rolling on through with the premise of this track so at this point in the album you know if we're looking at it from a story so we've kind of got from the point where he's rich now and he's kind of established that 
He is a consistent force. He keeps it real, even though he doesn't have to be. He's still in the game to the point where he makes an art out of it. Is what he's trying to. I believe he's trying to establish with this track. And um, we can go into the story. You can go back in part one. It's all in there. And uh, I thought this was like just a pretty cool track. I like that his, that girl's a nympho. Her friend a bimbo. I'm about to drive her. Take it back. Just like a rental. I'm like, if you're gonna make lines about casual sex be clever like that because this is pretty good i like the idea of like the way you put it it, it was it showed some creativity um but in general he just kind of laying down the life that he lives and that's just kind of how the song flows out it's very short i believe it's uh, only a couple minutes two minutes 37 seconds but honestly i thought it had a great energy and i thought it was truly fun to listen to i liked it more than the last one i liked it more than the ones i was giving a 4.2 to but less than the ones i was giving a 4.352 so i gave it a 4.3 nice um i kind of felt like this was just him giving us the same type of like energy and the and the and and i guess the same type of content we've been getting but i felt like it was more just like towards cocaine and and just the dope like just in 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 kind of just appraising that type of i guess investment um but it, it flows nicely it comes through uh i like the the chorus i like how he's giving us this like other side where he's like singing and he's and he's kind of just being free with it so that was really nice to hear um the beethoven line they call me beethoven of the block white keys um it's cool that 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 um that connection he's making but i also feel like there's another meaning behind it in a way where because beethoven made music he also makes music it's like not just a play on words with the with with the white keys it's it's also in like solidifying hey i'm also a really dope rapper i also make a lot of music and projects and i and i, I guess he's kind of saying for himself that he believes he might be timeless you know in a way like he believes that even in 10 20 30 40 years people will still be bumping his music and stuff so that's really really cool uh the verses are kind of very just there they they're, they say what they say you know my wrist was froze it, everything that holden quoted um <clears throat> it is a very short song kind of just fits really well with the album i think it's not it, it's a song that i am going to tend to go to a little bit sooner than other songs on this album uh personally i do like the sound of it i do like the hype of it i like i like everything the, the feel of it the vibe i also kind of got stumped at one point because i feel like this this sounds a little bit like vacation uh jeezy's song uh, i need a vacation um i went to go i went to go play it and it's like the piano the piano loop or the piano riff sounds almost the same just a bit different tone and it kind of gave me a little bit of a nostalgic feel because i really really did enjoy that song it was just something i really kind of gravitated to um other than that i give this song a 4.2 all right well if you have a really nice car it must be fun to go down mlk boulevard man this i'll give it to you the drums sound kind of new they don't sound as old Still, why do you feel about this track featuring Mickey Mill, produced by Lex Luger on the beat? So what the fuck you looking at? I really like it. I I really like the energy and the the the, the heavy drums to it, and just the ex, the, the the kind of like excitement anth uh, anthem type feel that like it's, it's coming in. It's great energy. Um, 
I like, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the intro kind of starts off like, you claim you're real, but your rollie's fake. Say you my dog, but you know you're a snake. Fuck him like Machiavelli. Uh, and I'm about to snap like Curtis Jackson and get the strap. I feel like this is the haters song right off, right off the bat. Just like people faking, not really real ones. People are hating on them. And, and they're just kind of, I feel like we're about to get some flexing, some like, this is how you be real. This is where you come from. And it's what you got to do. Um, now, if I'm not mistaken, I, the chorus comes in, right? So the chorus comes in, and um, I got the dawn on Mar. I got the dawn on Martin Luther King. Hop out the dawn on Martin Luther King. I like. Uh, from what I understand, it's the car that Martin Luther King had, or it's like the 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 thing that the car that's dedicated to. It's a Rolls Royce dawn. Right, but is it the one that he had? Is it the one? It, I don't know if it's like. This if is is it just because Martin Luther King had one or is it like anyway, um it's it's cool they're they're kind of giving you this like we've got nice whips we've got we're real we've got legitimate shit we're not faking uh, I guess the fact that he's using the the I guess it's the 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 Rolls Royce Dawn that Martin Luther King had at one point or like the same type of model makes him more legit more like uh how am i gonna be so authentic and like so true to myself this is how i do it that was cool um you know he kind of follows through with i hustle hard i go get the check they want me dead just like malcolm x again more of this like reference of the culture the history uh black history from where like you know wherever he's educated uh what he's been educated on and what he grew up with so that's super cool <clears throat> i like how he's kind of giving shout outs in the second part of the chorus i'm war ready like rick ross that was cool yeah boys in the hood we knocking ricky off um i don't particularly remember that scene but i have seen boys in the hood so that was cool uh she think i love her yeah she fucking crazy i'm about to pass that bitch like tom brady <clears throat> football reference that was nice uh these people pussy boy that shit a trip i'm better off beefing with taylor swift i i like that line for some reason and i don't particularly know why i think it's just because like i know that taylor swift is like a really big artist super popular all this shit but the fact that he rather beef with her than anyone else is just i guess a little bit comedic to me like he really thinks y'all ain't shit if he either go beef with tyler taylor swift that, that's kind of how i'm taking it so that was really cool um, or that, no, that was, that could have been the first verse. Yeah, no, actually that could have been the first verse. My bad guys. Um, the chorus comes back in. That was cool. Uh, and then verse two, we've got Meek Mill. Now I feel like Meek Mill held his ground and I guess just does what I've always seen Meek Mill do. Just kind of floss and really just kind of outshine people. Um, I'm getting head in the back of the Phantom fucking with Ross and I'm back in Atlanta. That's dope. Uh, when I'm in Neiman's, I Why is like that it. dope? I just, like, it's it's just cool because I know he's also kind of dealing with that court case. So now that he's, I, I don't, I don't recall them ever splitting up. Maybe I missed something there, but it's cool that they're back. I know that they were used to work together a lot. I know that they were part of me. I know that, um, <clears throat> Meek was part of Maybach music at one point, so it's cool to see that they're 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 back together and and, and they're 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 going strong. Uh, I mean, getting head in the back of a Phantom that's just cool. Like I want I want to live up to that one day. I want to have that happen, be able to be in a Phantom and do what I want. That's dope. Um, 
when I'm in Neiman's, I act like a scammer. Do the connect like I'm Tony Montana. Give me a chopper to go for the to go from the slammer. I tell the driver to go get my hammer. I get this bitch swerving bricks and uh, swerving them bricks and everything uh, lit like I'm holding a candle. It's more of that just boss mentality, very kind of standing up with uh, Jeezy the way that um, <clears throat> you know it doesn't really seem like. Meek Mill wants to get his hands dirty, so he's got people running things for him, but he's also not afraid to have to use the hammer, the gun, if he has to protect himself or if shit gets out of hand. Um, and it, it kind of just really follows through. We get a little bit of like, come from the bottom of the bottom. You kind of understand that he's really like, you know, kind of come from the dirt and he's really trying to just build himself up and, he, and, he, and, he's, and he's getting there. So that was cool. Uh, and it just kind of follows through of just this is how you got to be real and we're not fake. We really have this money. We really live this life. We really do what it is we say we do. And, and I feel like both of the artists really gave that gave that message very clear. So I really enjoyed it. If it's It had way more of that, uh, I'm going to say modern energy, just that more feel, that vibe. Uh, I guess the, the sound that I like and, and just that, that heaviness to it. So 4.5. Alright, so Meek Mill appears to still be signed to Maybach, but he also has his own label that he now has, so he's probably just signed to Maybach, but then running the next label. Adon is a, a Rolls Royce, and what's fun about Rolls Royce is that I just learned while I was trying to figure out where this MLK Rolls Royce thing came from, because I never heard of it, so if you guys know about that, let me know. But um, either way, 75% uh, of the all Rolls Royces ever made are still on the road and i wonder if any other car company that's not tesla can make that claim today only because tesla's pretty new come on most of their cars are still on the road um and yeah in general this track to me i just pictured he's putting it out on mlk boulevard because a lot of cities have it there are apparently over 700 mlk boulevards in the states and what's funny is that Jeezy's town doesn't have one. I think um, it was saying Atlanta does not have an MLK Boulevard. <clears throat> so we're not really sure which one it is. But I think that's almost the point. He's everywhere right. driving down his with his fancy-ass car. And then uh, I hustle hard. I go and get the check. They want me dead just like a Malcolm X. And I thought that was nifty. So he's like, okay, MLK Boulevard. And then he can compare himself to both of these figures in a sense, bring them up. And fun fact about Malcolm X that I don't know if you guys knew, but read his autobiography. And he's one of the dudes that was like one of the first ever interstate drug traffickers, yep. which I think is a fascinating <coughs> tidbit of Malcolm X before he reforms in prison and goes on. But he was working for the train company and he was hustling some reefer. And he started moving reefer across state lines and creating one of the first weed distribution interstate drug trafficking networks, which is really freaking fascinating. So anyway, people were in fact jealous of him and anyway, or unhappy with him and they wanted him dead as you could tell through history. And I imagine that a person with Jeezy's ambition has enemies and people want him dead too. Um, otherwise, I like when he goes, just keep your eyes up for them false prophets, you know, watch for the people who are fake, goes on to describe them, that this talking like a yay or something, saying somebody's crazy, but then kind of alluding to yay being crazy for allying with Trump, so fuck Trump. I mean, I'm not an American citizen, so it's hard for me to be like, whatever, with this fuck Trump shit, but like... Trump isn't the problem. Trump's a symptom. That's all I'm going to say about that. So it's cool to yell out fuck Trump, but 
like fuck a capitalist system that exploits people for the sake of the benefit of working on most people and the poor for you know enriching the rich and it's just weird that somebody's gonna yell out fuck trump is also gonna be like i rock designer brands because the designer brands create the same kind of world that the trump wants as opposed to the more anyway if you really get into it there's a lot of strange choices that ultimately get made and the fuck trump somebody better call cna it just kind of feel vapid to me like i'm not saying that it's it's not cool to do that and i would rather see you state your political opinion than not i would have just rather seen him elaborate on his political opinion here more than just a one-off line in the middle of an album with a cheap shot at cnn it's okay just not my cup of tea uh, i like real political rap um and then the verse flows on it's cool i like when he goes you know what i thought was actually a smarter thing these pussy boy this shit a trip i'm better off beefing with taylor swift he said more there than he did with all of his politics stuff there because that was a cool line i'm pointing out a it's kind of whack that taylor beef uh, taylor swift is beefing with everyone even rappers <clears throat> and stuff and then you know may as well go at that because look how good it did for kanye a little a li- that's i was just gonna say that that's why i think which is from a writing perspective why this is fresh because it ties the whole verse together that's i was just gonna say that i felt part of me was like is this a whole verse that's kind of like maybe about kanye that's why i didn't i didn't quote I the first I, part i don't think the whole thing is like kanye. i just think no. he's kind of making a point out of it Right, and I agree. I think there is a point that's being made. I that's that's because I I did enjoy the ver- the first part. I just don't think that I am very in tune with that to be making any comments. So that's why that's I just cool. wanted to. Yeah. And then I felt like Miki's verse was I. I felt he went with a very modern flow on this, but like there's a. F- I like it when Meek Mill enunciates a little clearer. Mm-hmm. That's about my only comment on his delivery. Like, I'm not even going to lie. I listen to, like, Wins and Losses, the track, like, every freaking day sometimes because it's, it's it's tight. Like, there's so many tracks. Or the other one, uh, Freaking Dreams and Nightmares, like, Hold up, wait a minute. Y'all thought I was finished? You know, like, the energy he brings. And that's my favorite Meek. This one was not my favorite Meek, so he's all right on this. I thought he flowed proper. Everything he said was okay but it a little bit to me felt like he phoned it in rather than gave the same level of effort i think he puts on his own projects um i thought this was a very fun song to listen to i don't know a lot more (coughs) comment on it it did the job it was supposed to do it's got banger kind of energy and i gave it a 4.35 and then uh you know what we should do chris we should talk about the other maybach music artist that's on this label mr ricky ross himself as we head back to 06 what i like about this track is how smooth it is the last one had this banger like i'm ready to go energy and then with rick ross he's coming in with this like laid back like cool energy like we keep things cock yeah we hit and we don't miss chill this bad bitch we fuck and we don't kiss and i'm like that's cool like the flow the energy is doing plus it's a it's a nice hook it's like one of those hooks where yeah it's a little slow and laid back but like he's just hitting it so hard and right. you're like singing along by the end of it because of asap ferg i know what a plain jane is so watch as a plain jane cost me like four bricks just just in your first mill hey, i spent that in oh six and then he repeats it nothing that's cool because he's pointing out like yo 
some some of these people maybe need to like check their egos a little bit and which is a follow-up to the last song right because the last song was kind of at the haters now rick ross also really popped around 06 right and so Jeezy and Rick Ross probably came up around the same time, the same lanes with the same amount of like, you know, getting access to money around the same time is what I'm trying to say. So when he goes, yo, just seen your first million, yo, I spent that in 06. Not that he got it, he spent a million, meaning he had more millions coming in right. all the way back in 06. Jump ahead 13 freaking years. A lot of people are talking a lot about a lot of things, but it seems like people forget that there are some seriously established people who have been there and done that that they're maybe not giving the respect to like these new cats are not necessarily giving the respect to people who maybe actually are performing them which is a fascinating thing and then i don't know i diverse man picture me rolling like pocket in the 90s hoe not that that 50 pack told and send me about nine to mo Already famous, I was star at the corner store, just hot at shorty 125 for a quarter. Oh, and I like that, right? Because he again reemphasizes how as he's flowing through, getting more shit. But yo, I was already like hood famous from my time on the block and already moving all this stuff. Cheesy for president, make America snow again. I like this flow, man. This is a fresh flow on this project. I really dig Very it. Smooth. And that apparently has make America snow again, which is a pretty like interesting take on make America great again. So, you you know flip it and make it his own which is pretty cool heard us in 05 they're good at blow again and i guess that maybe plays in a little bit with katrina i think katrina was in 05 with the wind blowing yeah. maybe i might be wrong there but anyway so or maybe something bad happened then either way the second verse comes in and then uh we get ricky rouse and then i have to admit man y'all giggle with groupies is funny not because it's just funny to listen to you hear him say it and you, you just it's just anybody that says giggle in a hard-ass rap song it makes me giggle because it's a freaking silly word i feel it's you it's silly i feel you and it works so well anyway i sold my two porches so kill me or sue me smorgasburg full of bitches nose candy delicious smorgasburg rick ross is killing me with funny words today but it's working basically you got a bunch of girls with cocaine not that game not that much game if you got money but that's cool anyway i'm chasing money relentless massive well what you call it crime scene at your party dearly departed give a stack to my barber bitches loving my beard make her get so erotic i think she feels sincere Maybach music but I like the fact that he brings up how ladies do love the beard. Now, let me explain something. If you keep it nice and soft, women women like to touch that shit. They're like, I know it's gross. It's full of germs and crap. But, like, I can imagine that with the mollies he might be putting in people's champagnes and things, um, they're feeling a certain level of sensational-like <coughs> desire as he struck. You know, I could just picture basically he gives girls drugs and they have sex with him. That's his game. It's not more complicated. So I'm sure that a lot of girls do a lot of ecstasy around Rick Ross. Okay. Anyway, I'm not hating. I'm just saying I imagine in moments with the girls on a bunch of drugs, his beard is awesome to them. And that's what he's pointing out. And when a, so I've done, you may, when you're around a lady with MDMA and she kind of likes you, she might catch feelings in a deeper way and believe it when she's saying stuff like I love you at three in the morning after you guys have banged a couple times. So I get where he's coming from on this track. 
um i thought this was just a different kind of banger but one that was really like it worked really well i thought it flowed super nice and i'm giving it another 4.35 on five i enjoyed it um i think i enjoyed it more just as a song instead of reviewing it i i like okay. listen well because like i'm saying like i like listening to it but it's not one that i'm gonna go back to it's not one that i really like got anything out of that much it, it kind of just follows suit with the the rest of what we've been getting off of the album um i'm not really like the biggest rick ross fan either but i was impressed by his verse just uh soldiers of for soldiers of fortunes y'all giggle with groupies uh that whole line there that whole that whole like thing was just really nice the way he presented it was really cool it had a it, it didn't have i feel like rick ross has this like choppy flow not like da -da 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 -da, but like kind of just talks and then raps sometimes and then just kind of talks and just says i don't know i'm not trying Photo to like graphs of dope boys that's all they take it. i'm not i'm not trying to diss rick ross in any way of course not i just this is what i've heard and the songs i hear him on and stuff like that but i was really impressed with the way he presented this verse it kind of flowed all together one thing and it just kind of matches up so that was good jeezy did what jeezy's been doing so far i didn't really see anything different or new on this track so i was like huh okay it's it's keeping consistent with with like what we've been getting so so i know a lot of y'all if you're just watching this video y'all are like okay that's a weird thing to say blah 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 but y'all don't understand after track 13 chris chris struggles to maintain interest <laughs> and we're like basically approaching this point of the album and i'm proud of chris for getting this long without even saying anything like that yo because he didn't he went this long which is we did it buddy you got like more than halfway through the album before you got bored with the subject matter not changing no i just want to be clear i wasn't bored with this album it's literally it, just like there's, so there's like, some songs it's just like i'm like no but just uh, to give some context for right. those who are new here as a reviewer you're like okay novel stuff like, like when an album is like 18 tracks and every song is something different it's like easy it's like literally every track's a different conversation right but like at this point you're like okay 10 on the floor that's my oh that's the next track but anyway um you you listen to whatever lines it might be and it's gonna be like okay at like a line by line level there's a lot of similarities going on on the themes like the core theme in this album is this the story of jeezy the drug dealer turned rapper and all the successes and shit that's come with it so that is going to be the theme of kind of in some way every song and so when you listen to it it's fresh and you vibe to it in a way when you look into it from a deeper level after a while sometimes when these albums are like this it's not that they're poorly constructed it's simply that talking about them in a unique way gets more challenging fair enough um i did like in verse one when jeezy goes cuzzo cuzzo just touched down i cast him out on a truck my cousin set him up my cousin set up my cousin that's what you call bad luck mm -hmm. and i like that line just because it's like he's he's bringing up this like you really can't trust anybody like you try to do good you're trying to you know set people on that right path and then one i don't know if he's using cousin as a legitimate family member or like you know cuz my cousin or like my homie or whatnot i don't know which way he's using it but just the fact of 
This is somebody you are considering to be a family member. This is somebody that you are considering to be close with and they're fucking your other boy over who you're just as equally as close with as well. And it kind of just shows like there really are, you know, snakes in the grass, people out here trying to get you. And this is what, and, and that's what I, that's the one, that's kind of one of the things I took from Jeezy's verse. So that was cool. I gave the song a 4.2. Also, isn't it crazy how it's August and the weather in Montreal got cold today? Like for real, it was like sweater weather today inside. I'm certain outside no, in the sun, but like Montreal's whack. Let I, us know if your weather's also whack. We it's care about pretty that. Pretty chilly even in the sun. I walked here. Chris, don't make me take my shirt off. I'll be honest. I was sitting there going, I really like this project in like a solid, consistent. It's really good, but I'm not feeling like a lot of this is stuff I'm gonna be wanting to bump on my random playlist. This is more of a album flow yeah so i want to just be clear as an album it's very awesome a lot of these individual singles i don't know that i would go back to just like because a lot of the way i consume music outside of the reviewing time is i'm cycling and i have shit on random so i want those songs that i'm really 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 attracted to and i don't know if you remember the last beat maker who i was like yo that beat maker with jeezy got me real excited justice it is Justice League who created this beat as well for Don't Make Me. And here I am again going, damn, this is pretty freaking great. Like, I don't know, man. Everything in the way is like China from China. And I'm like, oh, that's a clever line. Because it's just China where directly from China being like authentic. And I'm like, that's pretty fresh, you know? I'm sorry. I... I, I don't have much to say about this. So so I, my I, shit's I, designer, as in his clothing, is a designer quality. I came from nothing, thought I'd remind you. And I get that, because I came from fucking welfare. And I have no problem bringing that up every time I can to let people know that even if I'm not doing cheesy good, from where I come from, they look at me with like your rich attitude. Like I, I can't go back to where I come from without copping attitude. Like I'm talking like like if i say uber i get like glared at because i make too much money if i can have an uber type world so it's not even like a i'm not it's not gravy but perception is everything right so you do a little bit better than others and like if you can afford an uber which i guess i can that is a level of life that is above where i come from that's all i'm trying to say 20 year old me would fucking hate me today just because of kind of how my world is like i'm not being the ghetto fuck i wanted to be right. <laughs> um i just i like the attitude on this man uh what grade did you want to give it to get your freaking point out and done i look i gave it a four on five because i do like what? just <clears throat> i gave it a four on five because i like what? like the uh, the art behind it i like jesus doing you're just, okay you're just saying chris stuff Oh, Jeezy's doing his thing. What does the art well. behind it mean? Just like the artistic talent that Jeezy's bringing to the table. It's just very good. But it was one of those songs that I was like catching myself scrolling on my phone. I wasn't really interested in it that the much. Ar the the artist. I like that he can do it. Just say he's he's doing he's it. Talented. Good. That That's say it. that. That's it. He's talented. The artistic. The the, the sense, Like I'm just trying to say fluff to fill in the podcast review. Which is fine. Just be like, I don't got shit to That's say because I was bored and I was scrolling on my phone not paying attention. You know what? I go through that a lot. There are definitely songs where I scroll through it on my phone and I'm like, let me tell you something. When my grade is in that 
four or less range, like there was one where I'm like, oh, I think I gave a, I don't know if I gave the four yet, but one of them, I was just like, this is not good to me. And so I gave it a four. Oh, we haven't got there yet. I had a moment where I swear I could have just kept scrolling, but I'll tell you about it soon. <laughs> I like this track though, man. The beat, it just flows so well with him. And that attitude, man, it's just don't make me get back up on my shit, boy. Take that whole thing, break it down out of Nick. Ziplot, that's a bat full of tricks, and the doors go up, that's all for the kicks. And you know what the thing is, is he's kind of like flossing here in a way where he's being like, listen, you guys think you understand this shit. I'm already over here. I'm past that. Don't make me have to come back and remind you who the king is. Don't don't make me have to. Just, just give me that respect, you know? And I appreciate where he's coming from. Because sometimes people forget about your game and what, what, what like made you what you are. Now, I've been at the same company for nine and a half years. And I know it's not the same. But I did a call center grand flipped in a corporate hustle. And sometimes people forget that when it came to that call center grand, I'm fucking MVP, dog. I, I killed that shit. You can hear how I talk now. But imagine customer service. Like, thank you for calling customer service. My name's Holden. May I please have your order ID number? Allow me to be abundantly clear. In a calm tone, I'm going to rationally argue how you agreed to our terms and conditions. And I understand if you want your money back. But like, unless you say to write two or three keywords, I'm not going to give you your money back. I'm really good at that. So like, you know, <laughs> anyway, so I, I and oh then people forget that stuff. And it makes me feel away sometimes when people doubt my skills right, makes me feel right. away so i feel like that way that's what jeezy feels away sometimes i don't know i i gain i feel like this track is just grind worthy for like me you're really connecting with this song i like it don't trust the soul exactly what it told me couldn't even trust him is what he showed me when you broke the rules dog you broke my heart Tim room mansion sitting in the dark 10 steps ahead i'm a visionary richest place in the world is the cemetery i'm like that's an interesting point because both from like a financial perspective of like the industry surround cemetery and then think about the value and the wealth of all these dead people oh, that's the truth man and i just like the fact that he has that like like i like dudes who live by a code of honor and you can tell he does went from bagging reefer now we sell tequila and that's fascinating right how you can sell one illicit substance one psychoactive substance marijuana and it's illegal and blah 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 although now you could get into the reefer game i'm sure cheesy but then now we sell in tequila but yo if you set up an alcohol company you're basically still a drug dealer for all practical points of view yeah it's totally cool and legit all i'm trying to say is this song is fresh and fuck and um I gave it a 4.5 on 5. I really like it. One of the best ones on the album. Anyway, Chris, instead of saying stuff like the artistry, blah, 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 that sounds like fake love. Don't do it. Do you guys ever think about why Maul sits on a stool and Rory and Joe sit on a couch? Anyway, this song is following up, I think, on the hater theme, but moving more a little bit towards a lady. I have an answer to that. What is the answer to that question? Maul has made it very fucking clear that he doesn't want Joe to keep touching him. So I'm pretty sure he's like secluding himself away from Joe. There is many, I fucking religiously listen to this podcast. There is many times Joe just like grabs his knee or whatever. He's like, yo, stop touching me. That's why he sits on the stool by himself. I have a question. Did Joe convert you to Team R&B yet? Uh, no, I don't actually listen to the sleepers. I listen to the whole thing and then they go sleeper time and I'm like, yeah, bye. 
I don't know what that means. They have. I stopped watching the Joe Budden podcast because it, it got not as fun. I did. State of the Culture's back. Yes. I'm really excited. I don't know how I feel without Scotty Beam. It's Scotty Beam did not want to be there. I, I I understand that. And watching her and Joe argue was basically hearing Joe and Nikki argue. It's not the same thing. Okay. Because Nikki is doing. It's just not the same thing. <laughs> Nikki, Nikki's a celebrity with media training and a lot of other stuff. Right. Scotty Beam was brought on to be the voice of a person. And honestly, anytime she had an opinion, it felt like Joe would just like speak down to her like she was a kid. Whereas Jinx just seems to be okay with that because he's grateful to be next to Joe Budden on a couch. And he sees how he's going to flip that into more shit. Right. But Scotty already was flipping it. So why does she need Joe no more? Makes sense. <clears throat> anyway, I think she played Joe Budden successfully. How do you feel about this track? Um, I like this song. I like the... It's, it's a softer song. It's got this... Uh, Queen Nigel really impressed me with her <clears throat> with her voice. It was, it was a refreshing type of uh, sound. Just like, whoa okay another featuring artist who's got a different vibe to what i guess jeezy's trying to bring that was cool um if i'm not mistaken this is a song that's basically about jeezy expressing a uh friendship that went wrong um, i kind of feel like it's about women friends business partners like he's kind of open about- he's very open but i mean like so something like in verse one even let him stay on stay off in my home yeah, uh, use a real homie till you tell a homie no. Well, but that's not about a person in particular, right? I know it says that, but like to me, I heard that line and I knew exactly what he meant. Like everybody likes you, right? And you you especially go through this a lot in an office place. So you can correlate this feeling, right? So I'm a hybrid role where I'm both management with my own products, but in the eyes of others, I'm a resource because I can write not like whatever i'm literally a professional writer because part of my profession is to write not like i'm a cool author i write boring pdf crap but like when i don't have the time i don't want to do something and i'm not enthusiastic about somebody all of a sudden i go from being everybody's superstar we all love you you're the greatest to oh 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 and then attitudes flipping stuff so in a sense now imagine it you got 25 million dollars right now you everybody's like yo let's go to the club you're like all right i'll cover it everybody loves you so for a while you cover everybody everybody for a while next thing you know people's like yo i got this business proposition you'll send me a thousand send me ten thousand so you cover it for a quick minute then you realize this is the only reason these people are talking to you so you start saying no to these people and all of a sudden when they realize they can't get your cheddar they start going from oh you cool i think you're the greatest to fuck that guy and then it's, that's what he means here. Like, everybody's down up until, like, they prove otherwise when you say no. Because the only people who's down are the ones that when things are not good, when times are not well, they stay down. So that's all I'm saying. Um, so that's why I mean, like, it, se- it felt general. It felt like he's dealt with a lot of people. And then, you know, just to move it, not just, like, from the homies right after that. Before I chase you, I'll chase these riches, boo. You ain't a loyal bone in your body. Probably fucking fought up in this party. Right. So there's no way... He does say bitches, too, right before that. He goes, like, fuck homies and then bitches, too. So. Right. So it's, like, it's about the disloyal people who, at the end, like, the girls who, who just... People who are using him. Right. And then I liked... And I never asked a man for a thing except some Tylenol to help uh, with the pain. 
And I think that's fascinating. He's okay with asking for a Tylenol. He's saying for trivial, whatever things, you know. But even then, there's a purpose. Like, I have a headache. I need to, you know, send me a Tylenol, please. But at the same time, he's making it that he's out there to earn what he gets. And I think he says it somewhere on the album. I don't know if we missed the track. But I don't like to take. I like to earn. And there's a huge difference between that. And I love that mentality. And, you know, then the second verse, same kind of thing. Yeah, I said I'm all in, I'm going all out. They only come around when you ball out. Paper fucked up, doubts in my head. That's why my main man left me for dead. That's some real shit. Like, just imagine that. Your business partner, whoever it is. Oh, you're having a little bit of hard time. Some stuff goes bad. Ah, well, fuck them. Not even going to be down no more. And so i've started experiencing this in my personal life in my 30s as my life is going pretty well compared to some other people i grew up with whose lives are not it's nothing drastic but just people would rather you fail in some cases than succeed and i suppose just the things they'll say about you behind your back and the way attitudes will flip is pretty remarkable why because you're winning and they're still trying to figure out how to win and that makes them feel uncomfortable and then if you don't respond in this like super empathetic i feel bad for you way they snap and i don't have patience for that as most other people in the grind know that patience for that's very challenging again this is another two verse thing it's a little bit of a outro and I, I like the outro, you know one thing about it, I was sitting up in that cell and asking motherfucker for shit, ain't nobody go spend on me, ain't nobody check on his kids, call his mama, hit his sister, paid, he's paid people's funerals, all that. And what he's saying is, is here, when he was down, he saw who was real and nobody really came around. And that's really significant, because I guarantee you something, man. Like right now, I'm starting to get people in Montreal to pay attention because I've been YouTubing for a while because I got things going. But I guarantee you, if I just stop for six months, everybody's going to ignore me and I, I'm no longer in existence no more. So fuck that, man. Imagine I had a hard time. Think anybody's going to lift the bone? Nope. So like Jeezy, I got to build for myself and provide for my world. Otherwise, what is there? Nobody's going to help. So that's the kind of things. You get a bunch of people who are meal ticket. Like... I can't really say any names, but throughout my life and the projects I've worked on, there have definitely been people who have worked with me simply to piggyback on what I can bring to the table while bringing nothing themselves and then leave. And so I'm starting to really understand a lot more why these rappers make these songs. Either way, I thought it was alright. I give it a 4.5 on 5. I thought it was really fresh. I thought it was something different on this album. Something that like stood out because A, like we've had a concept flip. It's almost like uh, we're at the leg of the, the chapter of the album where we've gone from the money, the success, to his compadres, to more of the personal relationships in his life as we segue into that almost final leg of this story that we're going through so this would be like i guess chapter one is his come up in the grind it's the first like six or so seven songs him being a drug dealer him making it the next tracks are about the success the what's come with that the different things attached to it and now we're moving into the the more personal side of his life which i think is a great way to structure this project so yeah to me it's, it's a dope track and i give it a 4.5 on 5. i really enjoyed the um the softer side of Jay-Z on this and just getting more of that emotional feel um you know it could have been really easy for him to just kind of like make one, make a song the same concept but just be more gangster about it and he I feel like he he kind of took down his guard and just went full like this is what I'm truly feeling uh bringing in Queen Nigel I felt 
made that emphasis a little bit more uh really kind of brought out that other side i guess of of i guess the persona of who jeezy is so that was really cool to me <clears throat> um you know i like when he said uh I, yeah i said i'm all in i'm going all out they only come around when you ball out um no not that part uh i fed homies i led homies because we already did that i fed homies i led homies then your dogs won't help you pull the sled uh took them around the world gave even gave them ice like just just the fact of being so available to these people as much as you could imagine he's really busy doing xyz things it still seems like he he took his time to be available for certain people who have inevitably just fucked him over in the end and didn't really want to grow with him or really help him achieve and move with his vision so that was it was it was a good song it was it was something different a little bit refreshing for me uh, i just left it with a 4.2 it's not like i'm gonna really go back to this anyway wow that was super rude chris the truth is when gun is on the track you're gonna be banging girls all night Yo, for real, Google Maps is a snitch, man. I went to a certain store of a product that we shouldn't talk about. I got back to work, and I'm allowed it was my lunch break. And literally, my phone's popping up going, you were at this store selling a product that maybe your work doesn't want to hear about. Why don't you ask us questions about it? And, and then it keeps bringing up, you were there. Can you? And I'm like, Google Maps? Why are you snitching? Because that pops up on your notifications. That's the stuff anybody looking at your phone can see. Why are you snitching, Google Maps? I gave you all these points and answers, and I helped them. Like, and then their, their, their reward? Snitch. Ridiculous. Anyway, um, so this track is kind of more on that, like, you know, banger. You're going out. I, I believe um, Jeezy's on some cocaine. I feel like this is the work all night track. But I'm on that white though. Yeah, but he could also be on that white selling it. Could be chopping it up, whipping it. I feel like it's a bit more it. of a party track. I'm talking breaking down a brick. Yeah, to hit a lick in love with that bitch. Yeah, she's still a trick. That ass is sitting right. Yeah, I want to bite. I could fuck it right. Yeah, all night. I mean, streets get deep. Yeah, I'm talking quicksand straight up out the hood. Yeah, I'm riding wood. Yeah, rose gold with the pointers. Yeah, I'm looking good. Yeah, self-made, self-paid. Yeah, it's understood. I still be A-E-W. I wish up wood. I feel like it could be both. It could be a party track, like just out in the club having fun. Or it could also just I be like, like, this is where, like if you work all night, whether you're selling drugs, music, fucking just if you're making money and you work through the night you could end up okay partying and having and a good you're time gonna have that happen you about right. your issues you go and shine every night phone off grind I mean, it up and get it right don't do no snitching like google maps don't do no tricking i guess like google maps don't do no lacking okay google maps is not lacking in fact it's, it's snitching. <laughs> don't do no capping it's all night let's get it cracking yeah came up on a million yeah i'm a millionaire i can't see the nba through these cardi years neighborhood style like catch me rock, rocking cashmere extravagant shop i can't buy shit from last year it just kind of sounds like if you work yeah, hard guess. you could you, you know do this talk about her brain when i said she give lip i got i got in my bag here's this the truth a about can I, can I say something about gunner's verse hmm. like i listened to the tracks three times in a row at least when i do my review i could never remember a thing gunner said I, I just couldn't remember it. Like he would say stuff and it sounded like, okay, it's first I, but there's a lot of effects on it. 
I'm like not a single I have to read the lyrics to remember that he said the shit he said because none of it stuck. Jeezy stuck. I think none of Gunna stuck. I think so I kinda had the same feel and then it was different when I was just listening to the album. And I think that what I noticed about Gunna is that he's auto-tuny, he's singy, he's he's got that type of vibe. And I feel like a lot of the things that stick in that type of lane is when you're really vibing to it and you're not trying to break it down or really li- read the, the lyrics. I think it's more like if you sit back, whatever, you know, start turning up and you're kind of vibing there, Gunna makes gonna will stick with you because he's putting you in that feel he's putting you in that in that mode it's it's the same way of like i kind of look at like little uzi in a sense where you know if you're not if you're not in that that mindset if you're not like in that mode to have this sing songy type melodic rappy thing nothing's really gonna stick with you because you're no. not part of the vibe raindrop trap top Smoking a cookie again. That's box. a vibe, though. No, I remember the words. I remember words of all of hook? them. Could it be a hook? Well, like that boogie with the hooky, like love, sex, didn't like. They remember that song? No, me. It's bust down. All I'm saying is that, like, usually I remember the words they say after I'm done listening for at least a little bit. I'm saying that immediately after, none of Gunna's verse registered on my brain. Hmm. I digress. This song's a 4.2. It's not as good as the ones I was liking before, but I recognize that it's also a really good and fun to listen to track for what it is. I also gave it a 4.2. We already know what the next song's about because it's with Ty Dolla Sai I9 and it's called Foreplay. And it's almost like, is there really a reason to review a track called Foreplay with Ty Dolla Sign? This is literally everything you think it is. I don't know what I can possibly say. All that's new is him going dollar dollar sign as like a tag in the beginning. Ty, Ty dollar sign sings some crap about getting laid. Cheesy as a rapper. Street certified. They ain't never like killed me ten times. I ain't never died. She loved when I talked that blunt shit. Watch what they do. I'm on my shit. Future so bright. I had a dark past. All odds against me. Thought I wouldn't last. So so blood in my vein but my lifeline so where are we going ball for a lifetime us against the world i'm gonna hold okay. it down let california me, king with the this. queen i'm gonna put it down can't rush like this i'm no way take my time hope you like foreplay so he's got his world and he's pushing it and she's like he wants to let her know if she's down to ride it's okay <laughs> so i felt like the first verse he was setting up the like he met this girl and he's kind of testing her uh kind of just being like yep. the gangsterish him who he is I suppose it's a little better than what normally would come and <laughs> and then uh you know he's kind of just giving us like what he usually does and just how he's been doing stuff is this a love song <clears throat> it's it's it, you know okay so is this I a kinda, fuck song <laughs> no <laughs> i think the foreplay is the are you really down to ride with me type sure okay so the first verse, Jeezy's kind of like, I'm Mr. Gangster Gangster. This is what I do. Blah, 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 blah. Are you ready yeah, to ride? I get it. Second then, verse is more of like, I'm willing to do things for you and, and bring you different places. Are you ri- Are so you willing to ride let, with let's me? Let's give Jeezy his full props. And I mean that. 
He's really showing like an interesting, actually effective dating strategy here that doesn't sound like it's based in fantasy. Kind of like, I'm gonna go and provide for you in a, mater in a literal sense of like, yo, I'm a real one. I'm not like these other chumps. Right. I respect this game. One, two, three, time. four, five in the morning. I know that you see I'm on you. Shoddy, I can read your mind. So, baby, here's what we're going to do. Tell your friends goodnight today. Come on, meet me outside today. Let me change your life, babe. All I need is one night, babe. And it works. But then I said to myself, like I thought in the beginning, what really was there to talk about on this track? Jeezy's the guy that you want to be with because he's going to change your life because he's all the real ones. And I'll give it to you. Jeezy does sound more like a real one mm -hmm. than others. I like Ty's verse but, thing. Like, I just thought this was so boring. Okay, I, I can feel that. I think... I and know this is where, and this that is where you I see got I'm her. on you. So let me know what you want to do. Shoddy looks so good, she's so fine. Got that sexy feel without trying. Take you from the hood, never give you back. Baby girl, let me know if you're into that. We gonna have a good, good time. No, you got your own, baby, I'ma spend mine. Over here, where we winning at. Baby girl, let me know if you're into that. Are you into that? That's like every other tie verse ever. It's so boring so at this, this point. Is where it's I almost <laughs> like you see Ty on the song and you're like, oh, R&B rap hybrid sex song, love song, girl song, token girl song for the gangster rap album. Is this what I look like when I hate music? <laughs> oh, I hate it. I'm no, just true, like, true. Not I'm like just sitting there like I knew exactly what it was going to be. Just because it's called foreplay and had Ty Dolla sign iron iron and I I agree, but I like so I, I gave this like a four <laughs> because this didn't have to be on the album and I'm not gonna lie Jeezy is not exactly who I want to hear being any kind of romance. I respect that this might be his game and maybe you want Jeezy romance, but for me I'm like I could live without this. The only thing that I really that kind of one of the things that stood out to me was Ty Dolla Sign seemed to be more upfront and blunt about what he wanted, and Jeezy kind of just showered her in like whatever he thought was the thing to kind of say to her, like "I'll take you here, I'll do this, I'll shower you in diamonds, blah blah blah." I am the best. Now I do like that he it, like he can follow up and be like, "Yo, I'm I'm better than your next man's because." I got this and I got that. Yes, that is solidified and true and valid and all that stuff. But I don't know. I just felt like the verse itself was just, let me do all these things. And Ty was like, yo, That's I'm doing this. That's how you know this. Chris doesn't have game. Because at least I'm saying that he's got game. I'm telling you, if anybody has game on his track, it's not Ty Dollar Sign. I'm not saying about game. I never said game. I I'm just talking said, about game. You, not me. I'm saying Ty just seemed more I'll teach blunt. him what he needs to know. Yes, please. Apparently, four point two. <sighs> I like anyway, this song in a weird way. <laughs> just don't play it safe. Take those risks, but not with your Jimmy. Wear a Jimmy hat. Don't take risks with your Jimmy. Play it safe. <sighs> so Chris is using our podcast to get laid. <laughs> I have to give him credit. Off camera, between these tracks, we talked about it a bit. That's a good move. 
because being on the internet and showing regularity and effort equals ambition. People get blinded by things by numbers. It's not what's going to drop the panties. What's going to drop the panties is your active effort to turn down things like playing video games until 2 in the morning with your friends and focusing on your grind and moving forward with your life. That drops the panties and it lets you get multiple girls at once through honest means. I've been there, done that. Now I'm locked up and whatever is what it is, but that's okay. You work towards open and remind her that young ladies will do things to her and you work towards a happier future. And that's not playing it safe. That's what this song is. Chris, how do you feel about this track? I didn't like this song either. Um, it was it was kind of just followed suit in terms of like what we just got. It's more of like a love songy type field track. Um, Noah Scarf did a really good job. I like his voice. That was cool. Um, just again, the contrast between like Jeezy being all boss man and heavy voice and everything, and then Noah kind of breaking that 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 same feel and just kind of giving you this fluffy, you know, nice vibe to it. So that was cool. Uh, but like, I don't know. I just felt like this was more of, all right, we're not, we're now we're not really having fun. We're really kind of like in a relationship. Um, yeah, the bigger, yeah, the bigger the risk, the bigger the prize. Yeah, I love her on top while I'm gripping them thighs. Hold up. That's an awesome position. Do you not love her on top while you're gripping? We could just, and then you can guide the rotation of the hips. Yep. Okay, keep going. Bonnie, Bonnie and that, yeah, Bonnie and that Clyde shit. We show up and we show out. Doug love in the backseat every time we go out. Got her legs vibra uh, vibrating. Yeah, I'm about to catch a felon. A felony. Like, it, it, it now kind of seems like he's, he's took the girl from the last verse, got her attention. They've been kind of going at things. And now he's just appreciating who she is and really just like, you know, you're really, you're really cool to be with. Um, when we get, uh, if I'm not mistaken, we get another chorus. Yeah, but at the same time, if you look at the hook, it's almost like he's looking at himself like this established hard person who's banging this girl or whatever, but also kind of pointing out that this girl is kind of crazy. And, and I don't know. I don't know. Maybe is this because he likes her? Girl, you got a lot of issues. Like, damn, wonder why I ain't fucking with you. Is that like him liking her? Or I, not? I think. I, I mean, like, I don't know if that's him liking her or not liking her. No, oh, he man. likes her. No, he, I think he likes her because she's plan is not to let got him issues. You off your shit. Ooh, we doing is the worth pursuing or ruin? Swear I never. Oh, I get. Oh, so he's into the crazy chick. Mm-hmm. I get it. Crazy chicks are the ones that ride your dick proper. Sorry, Bonnie, if you watch this, um, you're great. Um, she she anyway. I gotta be careful here because she's not gonna watch this. She doesn't actually watch these podcasts, but you know. So <laughs> anyway, suddenly it's the one podcast she decides to watch. She's not. But what could happen is somebody here goes and comments on a video that she's in. Did you know what he said? And then she'll she'll pay attention to those comments. But I like the fact that he's still got that autonomy and the self-made, self-paid, and it's a motherfucked mall. Yeah, I hope that you can handle me, girl, because, girl, you got to challenge me. Stack of Bibles on God. You won't damage me. And I like that, too, because he wants a strong and intelligent woman. Right. So a lot of strong and intelligent women tend to end up with weak and stupid guys. So they think that all dudes hate strong and intelligent women. It's not the case, yo. But when you come against a strong guy... You're gonna get opposition. Like, if you a smart girl who wins all the arguments you have with guys, and then a guy beats you in an argument, that's a good thing. 
you go after that guy. You're mad at him and you hate him, but he's smart enough to beat you in an argument. There's not a lot of those. That's all I'm trying to say. Don't let those ones go. Those are the ones to keep. Only the ones that aren't stupid enough to keep arguing. They got to stop arguing. But if they beat you in an argument and then back the fuck off to let you know they win and that they're respectful, keep her. Blow that dude on the first date. Anyway, it's a it's an alright song. It's like a bit better than the last song. I, I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of weird ass love songs like this. Like... Like, like I suppose it's like it is a cool twist that he's not making boring ass Ty Dolla Sign songs like he normally would. Okay. Just a different kind of boring ass Ty Dolla Sign song. And you know what? I bet this is a reflection of his world and it's kind of how I pitched my girlfriend. I said, I'm going to go do my life and my grind and I'm going to be like this and I'm going to do like this and I'm going to be like this and if you down to ride, you down to ride. So I see myself in the lack of romance in these songs gave it a 4.1 gave it a four well don't you forget about me that shit's in a lot of movies so there's three types of people that this uh featured voice who i'm not sure who it is does not like there's the ones who uh work get a job work two weeks quit as soon as they get money score some dope then they're broke again that's a bad type of hustler it's just you're you're not very good at it your priorities are whack the second type is somebody i I know a few of these actually is hustle to get high ass people they buy a motherfucking ounce of weed trying to sell half of it and smoke the rest that way they kind of pay for the ounce through what they sell and then they can stay to get high so they continue on that path of mediocrity and they never really make profit they just essentially are drug dealing drug addicts and then the third one, which gets revealed later later on in the song, is old dope fiend-ass person who'll be bringing a lick, and every time they bring you something, they ask for something. Yeah, you know I bought, brought them to you, draw me something. Yo, get your bitch-ass away from me, ho-ass person. Oh, that was pretty funny, how he kind of broke down the different types of people he doesn't respect, but with specific examples so that like you can learn to spot that behavior in others while getting rid of it in yourself but how do you feel about this track it was it was cool um i'm not i don't know i'm at that point in the album where i'm like i kind of feel like it's going on now uh but it was still cool it still had that 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 same energy it didn't like it wasn't losing anything it it kind of brought me back a little bit to being like oh okay but we got off of the romantic songs. We're coming back here. So it, it did what it had to do. Um, now, I like how uh, the chorus starts off with like, one, get some paper. Two, yeah, get some more. Three, it's time to put them burglar bars on the doors. Five, watch the 12. Uh, they gonna kick in. Six, it's for the f- six is for the first. My homie, what you trying to spend? And seven, eight, and they just kind of keep going down. And it feels like he's building up this uh kind of like 10 commandments of or like these 10 rules of like get some money make sure you protect yourself pay attention keep grinding when the money come in don't forget about where you came from what's actually going on keep watchful of the snitches around you and don't forget to let your top down and then it rolls into the verses which is which is nice um 
I didn't really catch anything from the first verse much except for the Ninas is 65. You what that spent. We counting them blessings. We know that they haven't sent. My future I'm manifesting is all in the vision board. Uh, when you're willing to risk it all, that's when you know that your vision bold. All the spam and ramen noodles, I swear this shit's getting old. More of that, like, I come from this type of life, but as long as I was with my vision and I kept sticking with it, I was able to follow my 1 to 10 rules or things that I should be doing so I can achieve the life that I want. So it's kind of what I got from there. Uh, in verse 2, though, I like when he said, if I'm playing with it, they gave him that act right. They gave him that act right. My cousin was trafficking. He got a, he got stopped at a taillight. He went in and came out, never said what the cell like. Because when he was in middle school, start hustling and dropping. Can we just give him props for rhyming taillight and cell like? Because yes. he did it really well. Um, start hustling and dropped out of dropped out public defender he caught a case and he copped out a little light skin what's his name he was getting his bread right i, I like that whole part just because it was really kind of giving us more of an insight of like what was surrounding him what was going on more of this like family kind of like the just the part where the ethos you learn is you don't talk about this type of thing you keep yeah. your mouth shut you probably don't complain you know like he didn't even hear what it was like on the inside dude did his thing came out and like was like a soldier about it is the way he kind of describes it to me absolutely and i i like that from this song it was it was cool just like how he's kind of in a way like saying don't forget this is what you're supposed to do to be a boss this is how you're supposed to kind of run things this is how you're supposed to handle situations and if you want to succeed you should follow you know what i'm saying in in in, in these things uh i thought it was cool but it wasn't really something that i'm like diving right in for so four on five I mean, I feel like the track is one of the standouts on the album. I feel like as we're coming up to the end, it's a really cool like pickup. So we're past the pseudo weird love crap. Um, we've kind of moved into this just idea of some like top level rules on, you know, kind of like a quick like at the end, like here's something to live by on how to approach this game, what to watch for. You know, and then a bit of this uh, validating why you should listen to the rules in his chorus right. throughout the verses. So it's kind of like a quick, and I say it end because we both, we all know what the next track's about and it's not about this. So like, this is just like after everything to come into the end, you now know who the snowman is. You've been through this whole journey and here is like the shit you really need to remember from it all. Right. But I thought the beat was standout. I thought the whole flow and feel of this track was just awesome. And I gave it a 4.5 on 5 anyway there's one last one last track on this album and it's called the real mvp um so basically this is the song where after we've learned about his grandeur and everything he lets us know who the real mvp is and it's his mom and uh truth is i wish i was better i was chasing the cheddar i didn't take the time to write you a letter i was too busy chasing the funds i didn't take the time out of the day just to be your son and that's something i can really relate to right now at this phase of my life where i barely talk to my mom i'm too busy doing all the things i'm trying to do to get to this place and maybe one day i get to that place and have time for my mom but maybe my mom passes and i never get to that place you know like it's just some shit that you really think about but you kind of 
take some time to describe what he put her through and how he broke her rules and hate cracking the house and all this other shit and you know just kind of like considering what it's like to be the mother of a son who the DA wants to lock up and things like that and then you know with my hopes and dreams on a scale which is interesting right because it both is the risk of what he's yeah. doing but also literally putting drugs on a scale all I know is these are hard times making you frail and maybe I'm just chasing a dream maybe caught in the hype we got faith that we're gonna be alright that mean we're gonna make it tomorrow we're gonna live tomorrow grind it up no big and no borrowing and lately you've been on my mind spending all my time trying not to go out of my mind and you know and he's just kind of feeling a way about his mom and the things he's put her through and then kind of point out that even though everything is what it is i'm not rocking these crowds i'm now winning and really all said and done you're the reason this even happened in the first place and then kevin durant's uh it was from his 2014 mvp speech that was there and damn it's a, it's a doozy i watched a bunch of that speeches he's crying and his mom's crying at this part and it's like it's a bit longer than what you hear here it's kind of a little snipped but whew, you listen to that man as he really gives props to his mom and just some memories of like having nothing and recognizing the importance of family but just to, and last my mom i don't think you know what you did like, you, you don't even realize the impact. And I don't think most of our moms do in light of everything they've done for us. Like, just keep in mind, whoever you are, your mom carried you inside of, inside of her for nine months, got real fat, had to deal with a bunch of anxiety, and then struggled to lose weight after all for your life. That's some real shit. Anyway, this song's beautiful to me. It's almost tearjerker level of beautiful to me. John Legend does a wonderful job, just kind of, especially that part at the end where Jeezy's just like done, and just lets John Legend do his part. It's touching. It's, it's it's the real MVP of this album, and I give it a five on five. Um, it's no doubt that there is this really heavy presence of just emotions that are in this song. Um. Jeezy really, really kind of lets everything go and really gives his mom that full praise and kind of acknowledges everything that, you know, he's done and and how she's felt and, and what uh, what may have happened or things that have gone through. Um, I did like when we found out that his dad wasn't around. Um uh, letter I was too busy chasing the fun uh, but I ain't take the time to write you a letter I was too busy chasing the funds I ain't take the time uh, out to take a day and just be your son middle school yeah I got me a pack yeah I got me a sack daddy gone so I picked up the slack now it, it's crazy to think like in a way my I, I kind of relate it I kind of relate to that because my father wasn't really around either um as much as he was there he was a lot on like business trips and he wasn't really like just present he would be there like on weekends and stuff like that um so at a certain point there was there was uh i, I felt like i had to step up and start doing a lot of things for my mom and helping my mom as well but at the same time it's like you don't realize that when you're doing that 
you're also maybe forgetting other things that you need to be doing to keep that relationship going. Like I had, I, I, I started getting jobs. I started growing up and like doing all this shit, but I also started neglecting my own mother and really started kind of just dealing with my own life. And even now that like I've moved out and a bunch of stuff, like I don't really see or talk to my mom as much uh, as I'm on this quest to, you know, become the rapper I want to be and the podcaster and all this stuff. It, it really just kind of spoke to me in a way that it's like you you got to make that time for at least your parents your family if most or if anything at least the woman who gave you life uh that is something that i really really took away from that and it's interesting to just see that like the the, the different transitions of how he he carried himself through this song in terms of giving us the experiences and the in the stories so that was really cool um i liked it I gave it a 4.5 just because it's not like it's really really good but it's not a song that I'm going to be going back to and really like think that I'm going to be like resonating with for a long time but I mean I liked it fair enough um you're allowed to believe everything that you would like to believe uh so I guess that brings us to the end of this album review of Jeezy's Thug Motivation 104 The Legend of the Snowman which turned out to just be like uh, an 18-track project that kind of brings you through his life, like his history, some of the stuff he did in the past, uh, moving through some of the tribulations and the successes and wins and losses that come with the success and the complications of personal relationships, some weird-ass love songs, Ty Dolla Sign, and then a, tr- a touching tribute to his mother at the end. It's a really cool album. I give it a 4.366. I think it's extremely consistent. That's the best word for it. If you really like it, you're going to love it. If you're into Jeezy, I can't see why you don't think this is fire. Like, I think it's pretty great. Um, Not all the beats are my favorite, and I don't necessarily live the same lifestyle, but I feel like Jeezy imparts on us a wisdom and a way of thinking that we can all study in the way that people study business books to obtain a higher level of understanding on how to play certain types of games better because what he's saying transcends drug dealing into all business because he's an entrepreneur one of the things he did may have been a distribution of a narcotic other things he did are different and they're probably stuff you can emulate so go study like like just so many examples like freaking chingy is like in charge is like a co-owner of maker studios which is one of the biggest youtube network things like it's insane the amount of stuff you can see these rappers flipping the ones with the proper business acumen and i think that jeezy's one of those dudes and it's always a pleasure to hear what he has to say it always sounds real to me anyway uh yeah i like the album i gave the album a 4.21 um i liked it as a first real sit down jeezy album it really, I think it was a good pick. Um, gave me a lot about his life, a lot about what the, the type of mentality he's got, how he carries himself. Um, you know, maybe I should go back and listen to TM 101, 2, and 3 just to kind of understand like the whole series of it and everything you've been trying to do. Um, I think that. I think that in in a while I will go back to this album to really just kind of maybe if there's things I missed and and things I want to just kind of get a deeper understanding of. But I liked it. Um, I enjoyed listening to Jeezy again. It kind of certain feels and certain songs brought me back to being a kid again. And I was like, this is really cool. This is why I liked him. 
Uh, and uh, yeah, I left it with a 4.21. Alright, so thank y'all for watching. Totally appreciate you being here with us. It's awesome. We know we talk a lot, but that's that's kind of the point of podcasts. And also, let us know in the comments what you think. Uh, we join the discussion. Keep in mind, if we miss something in the review and you leave like a fresh ass comment, other people coming to it are going to read that comment and then they're going to learn whatever crap we missed. And if you made that effort, I'll answer you. You can hit the like video if you did the video. Feel free to subscribe to the channel for more content like this. And um, yeah, special thanks to the patrons Ismilka Dempsey, Chris Prado, Jonathan Barnes, DJ Black Hurricane, Linda Williams, Coney Sparks. They're awesome. They support what we do, helped us get a camera, tell us what albums to review. They're soon going to have a website because of them. They're free awesome so if you want to help us hit that next tier get rid of that ugly ass black sheet on the wall well you can donate through patreon and that would make you freaking awesome we also make music so you can check that out and let us know what you think we on the ground we on the hustle we plan on getting to the top and hopefully you want to join us on that journey peace love and live long and prosper bye